Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin Mobile Studio in the Gruber Law Office's Sports Zone at Summerfest. Here's Greg Matzek. Excited to be back on the Summerfest grounds. Weekend number two officially underway. Kind of breezy, a little overcast. Air quality improving. That's a good thing. Greg Matzik in for John McKeer today. Bob Brainerd in for Greg Matzik. See what we did there? Sandy Max also <laughs> joining us today Yay. on a nice Thursday afternoon. Can't keep and, uh, me away from Summerfest. No, no. Try. There will be a major Goolsby's burger handed uh, your way, I think, sometime soon. And fries. Uh, Dave Matthews on the uh, main stage tonight. It's all part of our 3 at 3. This is the 3 at 3 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Sandy, where do we begin? The air quality alert for all of southeast Wisconsin has been extended until noon tomorrow. Yeah, it's been a record-breaking week as we've documented in the state here for air quality and not really in a good way. It was supposed to expire about noon today, and minutes before that, the DNR said, hang on a second, the quality is still not great, so they extended it to noon tomorrow. Yeah, but the nastiest stuff is no longer in the state of Wisconsin. It is still lingering around the Midwest in Chicago and Indianapolis. Washington, D.C., the worst air quality in the country today, still well above 200, which qualifies as very unhealthy. Right now in Milwaukee, the air quality index is 187. Yeah, and you know what? I've got an app that says 107 right where we're sitting. So, you know what I mean? I, huh. It does. It is fluid well, we are because... we very much on the lake here, yes, too. Yes, and I think that does make a difference. I've got the exact address popped in. Cool. So that would be unhealthy for those who have specific conditions, maybe respiratory issues. Uh, I'm looking out. It's a pretty decent crowd. I don't think anybody is deterred. I think Summerfest did the right thing, keeping it open, assessing the situation. Had this been a couple of days ago, it, it might have been a different story, but we're going the right direction. Yeah, I've seen some parking workers wearing masks. If you're going to be out in it for... For an extended period of time, that's a good step to take to filter that out. And I've seen pictures from St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Clear skies, blue skies. So it's coming. Hopefully folks. that's Hang coming our there. way. Rain could help, too. We'll talk more with Brian Nisnansky about that later today. What else do we have? Reaction from the president this afternoon after the Supreme Court's decision on affirmative action. Well, the court can render a decision. It cannot change what America stands for. America is an idea. An idea unique in the world, an idea of hope and opportunity. The Supreme Court today essentially gutting affirmative action in college admissions. Some are calling it win. Others, like the president, uh, call it a giant step backwards. In short, the decision means colleges can no longer take race into consideration when making decisions on admissions. We'll have much more on this story coming up throughout the afternoon. And finally... Like ants marching... Fans will be flocking to the American Family Insurance Amphitheater tonight to hear the Dave Matthews Band as a headliner. Here's what I presume will happen at the Dave Matthews Band show (laughs) tonight, right? It's one of those sing-along kind of shows, typically. But he's got a new album out, his Mm -hmm. 10th studio album. So all of a sudden, those people are going to be very confused. They're going to start yelling, Satellite! Play this (laughs) marching! At Dave as he's on stage. Uh, But he is one of the great touring acts of our generation. Never the same show twice. It really isn't. And he's got a, a robust catalog. It's, it's really you two and Dave when you talk about ticket sales for concerts mm-hmm. since 1980 as Polestar has tracked this. You two number one, Dave Matthews number two. So a big get for Summerfest. Yeah. He is back. Yay! He is back. Should be a good show tonight at the Lakefront. Lots of stuff coming up on the show today, including a visit from our good friend Bren Brust, who will be on display tomorrow. The former Wisconsin Badgers standout joins us coming up in the studio in a few minutes. Brian Nisnansky with the latest on the weather as well. It's 314 on WTMJ. 
I'm now at the point where I'm just putting the air quality in the forecast, right? Does that seem logical? It's appropriate we be doing that? while there's still the advisory. Yeah. yeah. We're experiencing the advisory until noon, and I think... Because it can fluctuate between 180, which is kind of when we started noticing that this was bad and smoky, and then kicking up to 220, and then 353, the overachievers in yeah, Brookfield. So, <laughs> right. so yeah, we're we're gonna keep on. We want you to stay safe, and once it once it really is healthy air once again, I because I was following uh, IQ Air, it was down to 88 in Oak Creek earlier today. Yeah, that rain could help too. So, so we'll talk yeah. more about that with yeah. Brian Nesnansky coming up in uh, just a few minutes. So if you're on your way down to Summerfest today, tomorrow. Plant yourself at the Gruber Law Office's sports zone at 4 o'clock. Well, we'll make plans for you here. Yeah. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, you are going to see the second annual Alumni Charity Challenge. This is very cool. This was pieced together last year for the first time, and it featured former members of the Wisconsin Badgers men's basketball team, former members of the UW-Green Bay, UWM, and Marquette University men's basketball team in kind of a shootout challenge. And they're bringing it back this year. The rules are slightly different. Among the participants is one of the most prolific three-point shooters in Wisconsin Badgers history. He is our friend, our teammate. He is the co-host of Scalzo and Brust on 94.5 ESPN. And according to his Wikipedia page, he is not a fan of wearing underwear. It's Ben Brust. Hi, Ben. What's going on, guys? Yeah, I mean, it's not an awkward introduction because, I mean, it's there for a reason because it's been talked about quite a bit. So did you update that yourself on Wikipedia? No, I'm sure someone from the Scalzo and Brust family uh, took to Wikipedia <laughs> and they could source any of our podcasts at Wisconsin On Demand. That's it. Throw them under the bus, Ben. Yeah, he's got people for that. He's yeah. got people for that. Well, well, why, what, what do I have to gain by telling people I don't wear underwear? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Fair point, exactly. Very good point. Okay, so last time we had you on, Ben, we were trying to find teammates for you to participate in this second alumni charity challenge here at Summerfest, and all the money does go to charity. We'll get into that in a moment, but you needed teammates, and we were going through a list of names. How about this guy? How about Keaton Nankaville? How about Pop Hugh? We were throwing all sorts of names out. You finally got a squad. How do you feel about it? I feel really good about it. So my ace in the hole last year was Keaton Nankaville. He's going to be in Minnesota uh, during the 4th of July weekend, so he's not available. Brevin Pritzel, had a horrendous showing, and I could say that because it will motivate him. He's playing very well overseas. I need him to be better this year. But we bring in Trayvon Hughes from New York, uh, originally from New York. He's living in uh, the Wisconsin area now. So that's a guy who's balled outside before. And I listened to Travis Diener, former Marquette Final Four participant and longtime professional basketball player, join Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and continue to cite the wind as an issue that he faced. Um, we all faced the wind last year. We all have to shoot outside. So Trayvon uh, Hughes definitely has played outside. Won't make any excuses. Again, it's very classic. Um, stuck up Marquette mentality. Yes, I'm saying this to make Sandy Mack. <laughs> hey, hey. Here we go. You know, Here we go. You know your audience. I will not stand for that. <laughs> I will not. I did see I mean, the email chain that was going around. Like, we would say, hey, let's get behind Ben Brust, our teammate. Like, head down. Like, there was, like, a company-wide email that was sent out. And then our other teammate, Tony Smith, of course, the Marquette Hall of Famer, said, no, I will not cheer on Ben for anything of this nature. No, not when it gets against guy. Marquette. His back hurts. All he wants to do is golf. Like, I mean, it's, a, it's the most least shocking thing I've heard in a while from Tony is him being grumpy. Well, I heard Greg introduce you as one of the Wisconsin Badgers' best three-point shooters. I'm going to go toe-to-toe with Novak tomorrow, then, because one of Marquette's proudest three-point shooters. What, what can we expect? 
Yeah, so, so Steve's been really fun with all this. Um, we're, we're utilizing his twos, threes, and threes competition. It's something that he's um, put together and, and trying to get out there. Um, so, again, Wisconsin won. Marquette got third last year. So now Steve's trying to create any advantage that he can um, by having a, a format that none of us know. None of us is prepared for except him and his, you know, nice gym indoors. And again, once he gets outside, it's a whole different ball game. I mean, look, and it's you know, raining right now. I'm sitting in the parking lot at Summerfest. I would run to you guys <laughs> if I could. Um, but I'm ready for anything. I used to go outside with my brother, Steven, and he's like, if you can shoot in 20-degree weather, you can shoot in, in an indoor gym. And so I've, I've practiced my whole life for this moment. And, and I want to raise the most money for guarding against cancer. Um, which has raised $7.5 million since 2016, which has been amazing. Yeah, that's awesome, Ben. Hey, and don't sleep on, you guys are getting the headlines, Marquette's getting the headlines, don't sleep on the former Panthers and the former Phoenix who are going to be here. These guys can ball. Oh, they can ball, for sure. Um, but, again, UWM lost, uh, I believe they lost one of one of their good players from their Sweet 16 team uh, as a part of this event. Um, I know Carrington Love. I played against him. Kiefer Sykes. Again, I'll talk my talk. I- I'm not scared from a shooting standpoint. Nor should you be. As someone who occasionally plays basketball with and against Ben, uh, you should not be afraid of anything, any level of competition on the basketball floor. <laughs> yes, no, I'm really excited. Honestly, it's, it's a, such a great thing that they're doing here. And, um, you know, I hope you guys have good storm team forecasts for what are we looking at for 4 p.m. tomorrow? Are we looking good? Uh, it's going to be humid, uh, but I think you'll get the little lake breeze. Air quality is going to be better. But you know how it is, Ben, and you're going to have to get in the minds of the others, your competitors. Yeah, just the slightest bit of wind can move that ball just, you know, two to three inches left or right. Make sure to plant that seed in the heads of your competitors. No, I will. As soon as I see Diener, I'm just, you know what I should do? I should get the clip of him complaining about the, the rain, uh, the wind last year, and just like play it on loop through the uh, through the speakers. I'd be careful with that. You just said you would bust a move over here to the Pella Mobile Studio, uh, but you're in the parking lot. Would a little sprinkles yeah, scaring you from busting a move over it's here? It's raining. Wow. Would you get a little winded busting a move look, over here? Look, if you guys want me in person, I'll, I'll gladly hop in that air conditioned studio that uh, 620 WTMJ <laughs> provides you guys. We have an, uh, at 94.5 ESPN next door, we have an open trailer. So I'm going to be fighting the elements while you guys do your forecast, your traffic updates, Shots all fired. in the comfort with your, the uh, with, your, with your nice, cozy trailer. Yeah, they just installed a bathroom the other day, too, which was really nice. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, ben, uh, in all honesty, man, I appreciate everything you're doing for charity. But, yeah, bring home another win, right? Bring home another win. I can comfortably say that here on the uh, Wisconsin's absolutely. radio station. Absolutely. And, I'm doing it for Wisconsin. You know, I mean, look, there's more Wisconsin alum in Milwaukee than there are Marquette alum. That is a fact. Um, so I know even though uh, Sandy Max thinks it's, you know, the biggest deal in the world, she's just small little people <laughs> in the city. Ben Brust is a co-host of Scalzo and Brust. Four to six, he'll be right next to us, by the way, at the Gruber Law Office of Sports Zone for his show later this afternoon and then on the, on the floor tomorrow at 4 o'clock for the second annual Alumni Charity Challenge. Really good stuff, Ben. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate you. I'll see you guys in five minutes. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Happy's on the main stage tonight. Summerfest weekend number two is underway. Nice crowd here. The air quality is improving. It's uh, 107.
So it's an hour at the point where we talk about air quality, and we we have an understanding of what 107 means. It's our little education here over the last couple of days. In short, it's improving, and that is a good thing. I do wonder how rain could help improve the air quality, and that's why we wanted to bring in Brian Nisnansky. First of all, Brian, uh, glad to see improving conditions here with the air quality. I see pop-up showers in your latest email. What are we looking at Mm -hmm. here, and could they be severe, or is it just sort of hit and miss, maybe a combination of both? Very hit and miss. However, I will say, are you ready to get wet at Summerfest? Because oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm watching our next little popcorn, little pop-up shower that's turning into a thunderstorm developing just to the west of you. It's basically out towards uh, the zoo right now, and it's going to be working its way eastward, and it'll kind of expand, and I think at the very least you're going to have a downpour pretty soon on the Summerfest grounds, and maybe even a little hail along with it. So anybody who's listening and happens to hear this, and maybe you guys can help spread the word, start getting that plan to find that shelter uh, here pretty soon. Well, that's good. We're just in a tin box here overlooking the bay. We'll be fine. I'm sure we'll be <laughs> yeah, fine. Just, yeah, maybe grab onto as much metal as you possibly can, okay. too, while you're at it. No. <laughs> I, no. Brian, will, will, will this help improve the air quality? It's the one thing we haven't really had in the last few days with this weird air quality is, is rain. Can that help? It helps a little bit, like briefly, but like you got to really overall change the the entire air mass. Um, you can get a little shower and yeah, wash out the air a little bit, but then places that do not uh, see the rain and there's still smoke lingering around. But yes, there will be a little bit of a minimizing effect with the rain. But what we do eventually see, which starts tonight is kind of an air mass shift here, um, which will eventually send that smoke that has been kind of thinning out already, that's why we've been improving, uh, back into Canada. And what that means for us is we're going to be a much more warmer and more humid air mass, which we're already starting to experience. And uh, again, the flow in general will stop being from Canada, and it'll be from more from the southwest. Very tropical conditions, too. I noticed that this morning, kind of just waking up, walking around, and a little bit of haze, but kind of sticky, muggy stuff here the next couple of days with it. Yeah, totally. Uh, so it is a trade-off. We get rid of the smoke, but the air gets a little more uncomfortable with the warmer temperatures and the humidity. I think most of us at this point would take the warmer temperatures and humidity. But uh, the immediate concerns this evening, watching these little pop-up thunderstorms. Uh, they, we had a few across northern Milwaukee County that produced a little bit of hail, uh, up to an inch in diameter in the uh, Brown Deer area. Um, now this one, I'm looking right now, and it doesn't look like it's producing too much in the way of hail uh, at this point, but they flared up as they worked their way farther east, so we'll see if this one does it. But this one is making a beeline uh, for downtown Milwaukee and the Summerfest grounds. Again, probably uh, you're going to start to see some rain here within, uh, I would say, by 4 o'clock. Do you expect these pop-up, popcorn-type thunderstorms Mm -hmm. to continue throughout this evening? Uh, Good question, Sandy. Now, I do think, um, while they are going to stay scattered, I do think the environment is ripe enough that we could continue to see pop-up storms at least until sunset this evening, so around 8, 9 o'clock, and then after that we should be dry. Good stuff, Niz. I know you'll be on it, and we'll stay in touch with you. Appreciate you joining us. Totally, guys. Have fun down there. Stay dry. If you got any advice for anybody, just tell them to get their shelter ready, even if it's some sort of overhang. And and in all seriousness, obviously, avoid metal. That sounds good. Brian Nansky, Chief Meteorologist. Today's TMJ4. Appreciate you, Brian. All right. Later, guys. 344 and WTMJ from one Adonis to another. 
Editor of the Milwaukee Business Journal, Mark Cast, joins us right after this. Dave Matthews, a headliner tonight as Summerfest Weekend Number 2 kicks off here. Greg Matzik, Bob Brainerd, Sandy Max, and joined by the editor of the Milwaukee Business Journal, the Adonis himself, Mark Cass. I've been called a lot of things, but I'm not sure if I've ever been called that. So We're going to stick with it. I like it. It's, you know, thank God McCure's not here. Yeah. He, would, he would never <laughs> let me live that one down. But Where a, is he? Oh, he's on vacation. I, uh, there, yeah. what, <laughs> a, what a shock. He's he, on vacation. Probably at an airport right uh, about now. Again, always there. Well, Cass, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, this system in milwaukee and how it's a, we're seeing an increase in tourism here and that's yeah. great uh but there's always the idea of development what else yeah. could happen yep. we've seen milwaukee take a lot of great steps forward and i've been paying attention to some pieces you guys have been writing in the milwaukee business journal i'm specifically intrigued about brady street yeah right a street i've spent a lot of time on and probably in a few of those various bars. portions of my <laughs> have you, life have you been in those bars well i have and I, I i wouldn't say the street is unsafe but it right. can be a little chaotic it is, that's a great word for it it is heavily traveled isn't a good word for it yes it is there's a lot of people there's a lot of cars there's a lot of dogs there's just a lot of things going on there can it and should it end up right. being a plaza where right. you can just kind of walk freely and not have to worry about a car or a bus i think right now i would say i mean it's likely to happen or Something's going to happen. There's a lot of momentum right now for it. You're seeing a lot of support for it just because of the traffic incidents that happen there and just because of the volume. I think the issue will be it is one of the few ways to get from the east side if you're on Prospect, if you're on North Avenue, over it's kind of into the heart of the city. I mean, it is one of the few ways. So kind of how do they handle that? And then also how do you handle if you run a car shop, if you run something on Brady Street that now does not have car access? You have to make sure you can still do it. I would contend it works in other areas. You can, you, I mean, all you have to do is, is actually look up in Madison, and you see it on mm. State Street. It's worked. You can go anywhere across the world. I was in Ireland a year ago. I mean, really, you know, in Ireland there are areas where there are no cars allowed, and it's, and it's worked very well. So it's just got to become a habit. So I think, I think you're going to watch this one, and if it happens here, it could happen elsewhere in the city. How much farther will this process go? They had the first public meeting. Yeah, will right. they have a series of oh, yeah. them? And then... I think they're going to get a lot of input. They're going to do a lot of things. But I've also seen this thing move ahead quickly because we've had these instances where a number of individuals have gotten hit on that street, who, I mean, who've been walking. So there is a real concern there. There's also concern about the speed on that street. And we've seen it all through the downtown. So there's steps being made everywhere to try and calm our traffic down. But, but over there, it just seems to have a lot of momentum right now. Well, and there's going to be a hotel, right, a fancy pants Correct. hotel. So there's more people are going to be in that. Pants. I like uh, that's that. kind of what it is, right? It's got a rooftop that makes it fancy pants. It apparently. does. It certainly does. If it's more than four stories, it's probably fancy pants. Right. But that's going to increase the yep. volume of people yep. in that area. Yeah. I, another question, I suppose, is where does the funding come from? Who right. pays for it? Well, that comes from the city. I mean, I mean, or from the or from all the firms in that area. I think it comes from the city. It's kind of like what they're doing all throughout the area in terms of all these traffic measures, trying to slow traffic down. So I think here, Brady, you just had a lot of incidents. It has a lot of accidents there. For those of us who walk in that area you, and see somebody like Greg kind of... S- and he stumbles out of the Stumbling bar. out of the hi-hat. Normally it's at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not quite sure why. but <laughs> Brunch. Brunch. He's having brunch. But, you know, that's the kind of thing you want to protect. So, I, you know, this one has a lot of momentum right now. You're dancing at Joe Cats. That's what dancing you're doing. Dancing at Joe Cats. Does the Nomad still do the prefix where you get a cigarette, a shot of Jameson, and a pap for $5? <laughs> why do you know that? That's what I want to know. No, that's just know? that's urban lore. Oh, yeah, that's what okay. that is urban right there. Urban lore. You hear that, Sandy? Urban lore. Yeah, right. Quotes. I've heard about it. Uh, I know there's another project here. It's a concrete jungle, 794. Yes. Right. Actually, right next to us here. I, I know. So, yeah. in, in, I, I can't help but think of the Park East and how long that yes. state of concrete jungle, yep. and it was just delayed and delayed and yep. delayed, and finally it became what it is with yeah. Fiserv Forum. It's been 20 years. Can you believe it?
believe that? I know. And it, 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 down. It's remarkable that right. it is what it is today. Yeah. I, I hope this is more progressive. Yep. But how much of that land is really buildable and can be right. developed? Up to 16 acres they're talking about, actually, under that. If you went all the way to 94. Now, I'm not sure if it will go all the way. But I think there's opportunities. And I'm not sure if it's going to end up being the whole thing. I think you may look at some ramps that get taken down, which open up some lands. I think that really what they're looking at is how do you connect the third ward, which has had so much success, and the main area of the city? Because right now it's kind of, you know, it's it's just not easy to connect it to. It's not easy to walk that all the time. So I think they're looking at somewhere. And you have some land there. You can come up with some green space, office, retail, try to make the city really more inviting. The thing I hear over and over again, though, Greg and Sandy, is access and how to get to the south side. you got to make sure you, you really continue that, but, but you know, you don't want just everyone to speed through either, right? I mean, you want people to come to downtown. What is the next step in developing that sort of a plan? Where- a lot of input, a lot of meetings, a lot of planning. But it's going to, you know, I'd say the next three to six years, you may see some action there. And, again, it could have some tremendous impact. As you and I are old, no, he's not old enough. I'm old enough <laughs> to remember the how long it took on the other parts of the downtown. But think about what's there now. You have an arena there now right where that highway was. I mean, I mean, I remember for years we would we'd come downtown and we'd head east and you'd hop off right at the, right, where, where, right where the grocery store is now. I mean, now that's all gone and you have, think about what's there. I mean, that, that wouldn't be there if not for that freeway. I, Brady Street appears to be ahead of the, yes. the, the 794 oh, project, right? I mean, 100%. way ahead of it. There's already way more momentum. Way I love momentum. renderings, right? There's yeah. good renderings There's out. There's colorful drawings. Everyone loves drawings. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good rendering, <laughs> and I watch all that stuff, and I think that's so what it's going to look he's like. He's looking at the renderings in the bars. I'm, I'm sure that's going on. Uh, yes, indeed. But, you know, the, the hotel build-out could certainly yeah. kind of influence how yep. quickly this yep. gets done, right? Yeah, I think that's. I think that one is just more along, and there's more support for it. There's. I think you got to work through how to make access there for the for the firms in terms of in terms of load-ins and load-outs of their, I mean, of their goods. But I think that one's going to happen quicker. I think the one here in terms of in terms of near the downtown, Third Ward, has some time, has momentum, but also has a lot of hurdles to go through because it's just not easy to do. I mean, I mean, to take down a ramp off a freeway is not going to happen overnight. You headed to Dave Matthews tonight? You know, I'm not. I'm good. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd like to. I'm going I'm to head on the grounds here. I'm going to look. Hopefully, not get rained on. Brian Nisnans, you told me this morning, no rain. Of course, oh god, it's a pop up shower. It's a pop up shower on the way. Pop up shower. It's all it is. I mean, come on now. He's right. No, never mind. I want to go down that path in terms of how often Brian. What is a must do thing for you at Summerfest? Oh, it's coming up next Friday. Sticks. Really? Oh, right on. Sticks. I'll be there, sitting in the first couple every year. Who do we got to see? Sticks and. Toto, <laughs> usually on the list Tommy with him, Shaw. right? Tommy Shaw of six. Toto, what is? There Why we is go. That? John's a big Toto guy. John is a. Toto I, I feel guy. like you bring him yeah. to Sticks and he brings you to Toto. Yeah, Toto, no, I'll be at Sticks. Uh, I may be at Earthwind and. Yes. There you go. That's that was good. We were at James. We were at Cheryl Crow the other night. We, I mean, with James Taylor, fantastic show. You know, great. He was sick. You know, up until up until right before the show, and he actually ended up playing for you know over an hour and a half. He was awesome. Cheryl Crow was phenomenal. It was just great. And and the and the grounds on Saturday night were the most crowded I've seen them since you know probably 2018. It was packed everywhere, which was great to see for the. I mean, great for some of us. Great for the city. Everybody was kind of moving. You, you know, all of us left through the north gate. I didn't see any incidents. It was a very nice night. There you go. Lucky I can to hear tell you that. for how busy it was. Yeah. As it was, I was trying to see Elvis Costello we and Low Strength at BMO Pavilion, yeah. Yeah. but I also wanted to see Lyle Lovett on the. Uline Warehouse stage all the way on the north, and I can tell you, I was able to get from the pavilion to the Uline by taking this lakefront pass in less than five minutes. I did it, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was was a joy to to be able to maximize my music. I love the crowds are back. 
There's no doubt that crowds are back. And as I've seen from a couple of times, people, everyone's smiling. It's because they're out and about again. We're not talking about COVID. We're not talking about some of the things that have held the city back for the last couple of years. We're talking about how to spend money, how to have fun again. Mark Cass is the editor of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Appreciate you, pal. Have fun today. Always good to be here. You guys got an umbrella? You got something to help me no, with? No, we're good. No. We're covered. You, you, wait a second. Hustle so back here can, if you run into a sticky situation. A sticky pop-up. Yes. We got you. You'll be soaked. We'll let you in. We'll dry you off in here. All right, guys. I appreciate it.